Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is World Cup every day for November 20th. It's the day before the World Cup. I'm standing here outside of Al Rayyan SC Stadium. I'm going to Iran's press conference, though I'm a little late because I got sent in the wrong direction by three separate security guards. It's very dusty, it's very windy. There's nobody here, kind of eerie, but that's just how it is. Let's talk about the World Cup. Felipe Cardenas, we are back at the hotel. It's nighttime on the 19th. What'd you do today? I slept in, finally. Hell yeah. Yes, it was the first time since we got in late Monday that I was able to like sleep, you know? So that, that felt good to, to catch up with the sleep. The eight hour difference, I think, caught up with me yesterday. Uh, but yes, I had lunch with you. Right, we sort of ran into each other in the hotel lobby, had lunch, and then I headed out to Poland training. They had a press conference today. Uh, with two players, and one of them was Aston Villa right back, Matty Cash, who is playing for Poland. Yeah, not not the type of name you're used to seeing in the Poland lineup. <laughs> Which, by the way, one of the best names at the World Cup, Matty, oh, Matty Cash. Cash. How can you how can you hate it? I mean, and and just like a really, uh, he was very excited. You could tell, very did did really well answering questions. I asked him what uh, the reaction has been in England with him playing for Poland, how excited he is to play the World Cup, and what he has seen from Mexico because he mentioned that they've been studying Mexico for the last two days. And he, he was cagey and like not wanting to give much up, but he said that they're a very good team. Uh, they're noticing how they play and they've studied specifically set pieces. So that's, they know that they can hurt Mexico there. Cause I did end the question with like, what have you seen um, from Mexico and where can you hurt them? So that was interesting from there, a 15 minute Uber drive to Argentina's training, which is kind of interesting that's part of like the uh, uniqueness of this World Cup. You just can go from place to from place. place to place. Yeah. So I jumped in an Uber, went to Qatar University, where not only Argentina is, but the Spanish national team is there as well. Ah. Uh, and so Argentina trained. It was just packed with reporters from all over the world, photographers from all over the, all over the world. Everyone trying to get a glimpse of Messi. You could hear the, just the word Messi in every language. You know, like is he coming? Is he out? And so when the players were finally out, they did rondos, they messed around, Messi still wasn't there, and you could hear the Argentine journalist saying, oh, like it looks like he's not gonna come out again. He finally made an appearance and just sort of jogged and warmed up on his own. So that was my day, that was my day. It's quite a packed day. It was um, worth it, it was fun. Yeah, uh, well of course, it is the day before the World Cup actually begins in earnest, and we're about to undergo like this crazy two-week period where we'll have four games a day just about every day hmm. uh which is going to be amazing and just like and enti arguably entirely too much soccer um but it all starts with the opener which is the only game that's on tomorrow that is Qatar hosting ecuador the host nation versus a country that i think 
a lot of people, if you haven't been paying close attention to qualifi- qualification, you might be a little bit surprised to see them there. Um, they're not they, among South American nations. They don't exactly have a ton of really, really big stars. But mm-hmm. Felipe, I know that you do watch a lot of South American qualification. What's Ecuador's deal? Like who, yeah. like who, who are they? What kind of team are they? What should we expect out of them in this game to kick off the World Cup? They're they're a young team, youngish team. You know, they do have veteran presence in midfield, uh, in goalkeeping. Uh, Ener Valencia, who has played all over the world, yeah. is, is sort of like their their key veteran leader uh, up front. Uh, but they have young players in the middle, like Moises Caicedo is one. Of, I think he's going to be one of the the biggest young stars of this World Cup. There's no way he stays at Brighton another full season. You know, mm. he's going to be. I think he's like the the second coming of of Conte, that type of player. Really? Yeah, like High for praise. sure, for sure. Um, uh, Estupiñan, who's uh, the right back for Brighton as well. Yeah. Very good player. They just, And they just brought him over this right, past window. Right, right. Yeah. And, and he's played well. He's adapted immediately in the Premier League. And that, there's your the answer to your question. These players for Ecuador go to Europe, specifically now the Premier League, and they just they start playing. You know, Mo- Moises took a season or two, like a, I think a full season, but I think they were just perhaps uh, waiting for him to really adapt. So they have young players, Gonzalo Plata, another guy on the wing, a tricky left-footed winger who plays for Valladolid in Spain, and they, there's a lot of hope with him that he could be the game-breaker. Uh, well-coached, Gustavo Alfaro, uh, mm-hmm. I believe 60-year-old Argentine, has coached like 12 teams in Argentina across his career. Uh, and I think where he's been perhaps knocked a little bit when he was at Boca was that he was a little bit too defensive and conservative. I think that's that's helped Ecuador to, to, to be able to face the big teams in South America. And then when they play in Quito, they're almost unbeatable at altitude yeah. and they can really attack teams. So I think they match up well with any team at this World Cup physically. Uh, they have a lot of speed on the, on the outside. They have good fullbacks. Uh, and if they just really sort of if they don't refer or revert back to being to playing not to lose, which is what Ecuador has done for so for decades, uh, they can be a dangerous team. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. So you mentioned this a little bit. I think those of us that have been paying attention to sort of Ecuador's path in international football think of them as a South American team that has probably less flair than you might see out of a lot of our other South American teams. They're very workmanlike, yeah. defensive-minded. You think of players like Antonio Valencia, right. guys that are just really, really hard workers and, and get the job done but might not you know, blow your mind with tricks or whatever. It sounds like this Ecuador team is maybe a little bit different. Yeah. Um, was that the result of some kind of a concerted effort, or is this just sort of a lucky generation of 
super fun attacking speedy players well it's certainly the, the great time for Ecuadorian football and if it's not just the young attackers they, they're going to have a starting central defender that's 20 years old you know Piero Incapié who plays for Bayern Leverkusen and I think he's another player who could come out of this World Cup and end up at a really big club like he he's 20 years old he doesn't look 20 he looks much more mature and plays much more mature so so yeah there's the there's a youth side of it and obviously if those that don't follow perhaps south american soccer don't know about this this club in ecuador independiente del valle idv that in 2016 reached the copa libertadores final Mm -hmm. and lost and since then they've just been this club that is really developing great players i think there's there's a deeper story to that but it's just you know the the timing has been right for this generation of players to get ecuador to their fourth world cup and actually like dream a little bit i think that's that's the word that they have in ecuador they're very hopeful and optimistic they're not like hey we're just there to we're happy to be at the world cup i think they truly think like we can get out of the group and 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 trouble a big a big you know country in in the second round and perhaps get to a quarterfinal Well, that sounds like a really exciting team to kick off the World Cup with, especially against the host nation. I'm sure the environment at that game is going to be interesting. Let me just say this, because that's a great point about Ecuador not reverting back to being conservative. Like, how do they react with billions of people watching them? They've never been in this sort of situation. Yet they've been at World Cups, but the inaugural match is a big one. And I I was talking to Carlos Tenorio, former Ecuador striker, yesterday. He'd made his career in, in Qatar, and he told me, that game for Qatar is is their final. Yeah. That's what they've been preparing for for the last year or so. And we saw Qatar in the Gold Cup play against the United States, and I believe it was the semifinal of that. And throughout the tournament, they didn't look like a they bad don't look, team. They're they not look, bad. They look, they look good. All they've been doing is preparing for this, this day, this yeah. opening round match, and they're going to have the home crowd behind them. Big moment for both teams, but just I'm really interested to see how Ecuador react. I'm mostly just very excited that there are games. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. Uh, so I hope you all are out there are, are too. Felipe, thank you for coming on the show today. All right, let's go to the fan fest. Let's go. Qatar hosts Ecuador in the opening game of the 2022 World Cup on Sunday. That kicks off at 11 a.m. and it is broadcast on Fox Sports 1 and Telemundo if you prefer to watch in Spanish. Are you excited for the World Cup? I am. We'll be with you all tournament long to preview the games that are coming up. Hope you'll stick with us. See you tomorrow.